Welcome to the Shine Shine Geek the Shine Geek and Fast Fret podcast. Done. Well done. Okay, we're gonna use that. <laughs> So while we're waiting for um, uh, our guest to show up, do you hear? Do you know who Phil Brooks is? No, no. <laughs> Have you ever heard the name CM Punk? Not in this generation. No, no. Okay. Well, he's um, he's a wrestler. Hello. Oh, hey, how you doing? Hello, uh, hello. Actually, showed up. I, so, sorry, I, mean, I thought that uh, you meant for this evening, not for this uh, for this morning. Well, dumbass here, <laughs> dumbass. That'd be me. Um, I um, I selected meeting time. Oh, eight thirty, perfect. Selected it and moved on. Didn't realizing because I selected it, like Todd said in the PM, it assumed I meant PM mm -hmm. instead of AM. Yeah. So my apologies. Hopefully you're awake. Oh, I've been up for about uh, 39 minutes. <laughs> been up since five. I had to get up with the uh, with Simon. Ah, uh, how's yeah. the puppy doing? Uh, he's doing good. He gets up once. He gets up once around somewhere between four and five. Goes outside like he's he sleeps in the kennel, so he starts whining at about four or five. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. And then um, <laughs> open the kennel take him outside, he pees real fast, does all his business, and then he runs up the stairs to our deck, to the back door, whining. And then I open the, you know, the back door, and he runs in the house full speed, not very dexterous, not very mm -hmm. agile, running in the walls and stuff. All the oh, way ears up. and paws. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the <laughs> way up to, the, the, to our bedroom. And then is clamoring to jump up on the bed because we let him cuddle in bed after he, after uh -huh. four, if it's after four thirty in the morning, we'll let him come back to, we'll let him come to bed instead of going back to his kennel. Oh. And he just looks forward to it. So I think sometimes like, oh, I don't really have to pee, but maybe if I go pee, I can go cuddle with the grownups. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't know. Um, so apparently we can stream live on Zoom, which we are doing for the first time today. So, which is why I'm actually incredibly nervous. Okay. I wasn't sure if this was going to work because somebody was saying you can't stream with Zoom. And I'm like, really? It says live. It says live. Yep. Yeah. So. On YouTube. Ooh, or live on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Ooh, do that again. What? What, what do you do? Live on YouTube. Just, oh, oh yes. Yeah, in the sultured voice. Ooh, live on YouTube. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> My morning voice. <laughs> it's not called sexy, it's called Flemmy. Yes, but yeah, this isn't Johnny Fever. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was gonna make a Flemmy from Motorhead joke, but I don't have anything available, so sorry. 
Um, so the episode I wanted to do today, guys, there was a reason I wanted to, so there was, a Todd's been, Todd's been killing it playing, going out and playing live at uh, multiple venues lately. Oh, (laughs) And, um, so I did a couple of solo episodes kind of to, you know, I was like, oh, it's Sunday morning. I'm not going to get taught up early on a Sunday morning, you know after a show or whatever. So I just did a couple of solo episodes and uh, got really good feedback on it. And there were episodes that centered on Winnipeg music. Nice. So immediately after I did the first episode, because I did like, I recorded two back to back and I just put them out like two weeks in a row. And then um, after that, after the first episode went out, then the second one came out. And then right away, when's the third episode coming out? Everyone's like, we need more, more Winnipeg music. So that's what I want to do today. Okay. Okay. But it's going to be specific format to, we're going to go down memory lane and see how good Todd's memory is. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) So do you remember the first show? Memories as bad as homework. What's that? (laughs) Do you remember the first show we played as Dome? Was it the handsome daughter? That was the first show. Yeah, right. Who do you remember? Who we played with? <laughs> Corey, do you uh, know? It was a, that band with with the guys. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. I yeah. remember. Yeah, the guys. From, not, the guys from church. The guys from church. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was another gig we did was at at the church, which was oh. odd because I never. Oh. Never would have one thought of, in years. <laughs> one of them had a guitar. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, was it was it a mandolin? Maybe a mandolin. Bass player had glasses. Yeah. Oh, you remember that? Okay. <laughs> the handsome daughter. Yeah. Actually, and at Firebird, the church too, the guy had glasses. Firebird bass. No. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the microphone he was singing in? Um. Hello, Kitty. No. Oh, it's like one of those one of those old school nineteen fifties where you have to grab it like like this. Oh, does it have the shock absorbers on yep, it? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he sang yep. in. And he, he could do uh I remember they played they were called so they were called Fatal Flaw. We did two shows with them. We did the church and we did Handsome Daughter. Right. <laughs> Todd's like I don't remember any of this. But anyway, um, I remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> they, they did all most. They did all covers, and right. they did um, "Wake Up," "Better Put a Put on a Makeup," "Chop Suey," "System of a Down." I think that's what they did. They did some "System of a Down" songs. I think they did too, and uh, the guy was a really good singer. The bass player was also the singer. Hmm. Anyway, so you don't remember that, eh? Uh, the handsome daughter was at that one stage that wasn't really a stage. In the back of a, like a restaurant. Mm, okay, maybe that's a different one. I'm thinking oh, you're thinking of. the Garrick. Oh, it might have been the Garrick. Yeah, yeah. The Garrick didn't have a stage. <laughs> yeah, the handsome daughter had a stage, and there was a mixer on the wall on the right hand side. There you go. Now you're remembering. I seem to remember that part. Yeah. Massive turnout for that show. Corey, were you at that show? No, I wasn't. Okay. 
the, I remember the room was packed. I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. And then yeah. um, Todd's daughter Danica was there, and she made a whole bunch of memes <laughs> <laughs> to make fun of me. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> that yeah. was me, me doing this. <laughs> trying to, I was trying to pump up the crowd. It was like they were just kind of sitting, going, "Okay, all right, all right," and I'm like. Get on your feet, scream! <laughs> Doing this, trying to get him going, and then she memed, <laughs> memed it. We should do that and put some music to it. Some bump, 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 something. I don't know. It'd be kind of fun. Clown music. What's that? Clown music. <laughs> Did you guys see the? There's the uh, the video of Guns and Roses playing playing to clown music. <laughs> but it's perfectly no. synced. It's perfectly synced with um, them like strumming or, or or hitting the drums or whatever. And then Axel's doing his. He's got the microphone that's like the broken microphone, and he's kind of going around. It's a bump, 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 bump. <laughs> it's awesome. Got to see it. <laughs> Okay, I gotta find a way. Whatever. Sorry, <laughs> it just went off. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what I what I actually what I really wanted to do was so remember when we played our first show at the Pyramid it used to be the Spectrum Cabaret. Yep. Yep. And we were there for some. It was like some. Initially, they called it Battle of the Bands. Yeah, it was like oh. a Battle of the Bands or. Uh, a showcase indie showcase or something or something like that. It was meant to be like something to showcase like bands and right. eventually original. what's that? It's all original. Every band played, it was all original music, right? Yeah. 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 It had to be original music. And then, um, eventually they called it indie week and it kind of hooked into indie week. Like there's an indie week in most of the major Canadian cities. And then, the winner of Indie Week would go to Toronto and compete in Indie Week Canada. So all the winners from all the Indie Weeks in Canada would compete against each other in Toronto. And then later, all you know, the winner of Indie Week Canada would go perform against Indie Week USA, Indie Week UK, Indie Week whatever. The and man from Toronto. Yeah. So the year, so the year we did it, we got mm-hmm. asked to do it. Uh, I the I don't know if you if you remember the story why we were in that competition. Uh, no, I was just kind of the bass player. I, I didn't really, didn't really handle the gigs. <laughs> I'll just show up. Just tell me where and no, when. And I'll... It was always Oli, right? Oli or Alex. Yeah. Doing stuff. Effort, yeah. Now you could tell me I'm wrong and it's possible I'm wrong, but my understanding of it was that the owner of the pyramid had heard about us from some of the other bands that were going to be in the competition or whatever. Right. And he wanted to hear us for himself, but he couldn't go to another venue to hear us because he was always at work every night. Right. So he asked, I guess, Oli maybe, or Alex, I don't quite remember. Maybe it was me, not even sure, to ask if we would play there for this showcase thing. 
because he's like, well, if I can't see you, I hear, I'm hearing good things, but I want to see you. So come play at my, at my place, at my club. Right. So that's how we get the, that show. Okay. So the first time we played, was that part of Indie Week or was that just more of a... It was a just... showcase thing, but it was supposed to be like a battle of the bands. And then later, corporately speaking, they got they got uh, roped in and looped in with Indie Week Canada. Right. So unofficially, someone submitted a ballot for us because I think you had to submit a ballot to join Indie Week, like the Indie Week oh. competition. Okay. But we never did. We, he just put us in himself, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. So do you, now this is the one thing I can't quite remember, but, but I was wondering if you remember, do you remember that first show at all? Well, I mean, the very first time we play there, it's, it's uh, yeah, you, you see everything. I mean, the stage is new and the, the bar I, I don't know if i've ever even been in there before but i was wondering if you remember do you remember that first show at oh all? hang on <laughs> stupid me no i don't want to try now well i mean the very first time we played there we go we're, we're repeating yeah sorry <laughs> I, I keep unmuting i was keeping it there because i guess if we want to see comments or something comments are not supported on private videos <laughs> that's oh. awesome oh awesome well whatever well this is a a test well yeah first time we try it on zoom so yeah yeah but there should be an option there probably there should be but anyway um oh, you got the actual dates yeah of when we were there <laughs> so wow. so here's what i did this is what i want to share with you guys i actually I created an abbreviated history of Dome. Is it going to be in the Wikipedia page? Actually, <laughs> it could go in the Wikipedia page if we had one, but no one's willing to start one because then nobody really cares. But but I actually listed... I care. You care? I care, yeah. So what if I send this to you? Sure. Okay. I'm the Dome fan. You are the Dome fan. The Dome head. I'm the Dome fan, yeah. Um, so I so I chronicled so I went through all of our like all the files because I used to record every practice, and have dates on everything. So the very first practice before I even joined the band was September twenty first, twenty thirteen. Wow, wow, yeah. And then I joined the band in November of twenty thirteen. I had to audition and all stuff. So anyway, so I've got all these dates and stuff. Wow. And I just literally went on Facebook, went on our dome page, pulled stuff, tried to figure out when we played and who we played and where we played. So the handsome wow. daughter was February eleventh, twenty seventeen. In twenty seventeen was the the year of dome. So I all I so I was trying to write down all the bands we had played with for all these shows. So I've got the handsome daughter. We played at the Garrick following that we played at the goodwill following that. And then going down further here, we played in remember the nectar nightclub nectar. Yeah. That was the right. metal. Like it was, um, dance club, I guess like, a, but an R and B, like not a traditional dance club. Like they played actual R and B and stuff like that there, but, on Thursdays, I think it was. I think that was a Thursday. 
they would have metal bands come in and Mike from uh, Inhumed was the booker. So he would book, you know, people he knew, he knew Oli, so he booked us on this show. So I have all of the posters for each show. I found all of those. Wow. So do you have, is that the place where before we played across the street, we all went to um, Harvey's hamburgers? Is that nectar? Oh, that would be probably. Orange? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was pretty daring going to Arby's before a show. Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> I broke my toe that night too on stage. Burgers. I like oh, that. Is, that. is that where I brought my my uh, my bass speaker box? And that's what I used as a... Maybe. As a, well, pedestal. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, that I stood on, yeah. Yeah. I used it as my... Because we noticed that band, Ebb and Flow, he always had, I believe, I think that was the band, I could be getting my stories wrong, but he always had a speaker to stand on. Right. And I'm like, and then you brought yours, and that was my my stage. <laughs> it was funny I think we came up with that idea because when we played the Garrick there was no stage and nobody could see me because everyone's at the same height because there was no oh, stage right 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 right. but anyway so I was trying to remember the first show we played at the Pyramid who we played with and there was no listing on the Pyramid website there was no listing anywhere for the lineup that played that night so I had to go Which, purely by memory. Well, that's what it looks like. I, I believe that's who it was. Yeah, the so, waiting and answer, idathalamide. Well, um, I know DeLeo was there for sure. And I know yeah. waiting the answer was there for sure. Like, I know that for sure, for sure. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Did we play with a dithylamide twice? I think so. Okay, so then that is who we played with. I think there was another person. Yeah, when did we get, when did we get the little, remember we get the little uh, badges? I, yeah, I don't know if it was well, that. Was that was that the it, first time we met? Or was it would it the be the first time we met him. Yeah. Okay. So, now, I think the guys the, who there was who, another rapper or something. I think this night or something. Okay. What was the ones with that were wearing the kimonos? Kimonos. Kimonos. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I've I've got I've got him on my. Um, on my Facebook, the guitar player, he's really a wicked guitar player. Burning Porcelain? Um, and, and he's got, um, he plays Godin, uh, guitars, guitar. I think that's Burning Porcelain we played with at the Garrick. No, no, no? this was strictly at, at the Pyramid. Oh, Diver Line. I could be in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diver Line, yeah. Yeah. Really good band. Yeah, they were really good. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there was someone else. I don't know if it was Sifidius or, but again, I couldn't find anything for round one. I wish I could see everything for round one because in round one, so for round two, they actually had a poster for the entire week and every lineup for every show. And Do these then, guys have any have a website or any type of link? Oh, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I did, and I went through that. Nothing. I couldn't okay. find anything Cause, at all. Because if you sent this video with links to these guys and they looked at it, they could probably tell us because they may know who no, else maybe. was that yeah. day. And they're getting free, free, free publicity from the hottest podcast in Winnipeg. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, it's what, 32 here yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hotter today. And we're going to Tinkertown. We're just absolutely stupid. 
Oh, oh well. you fools. Yeah. Well, whatever. We'll be fine. The rides are fast. You get the nice. So anyway, so from this first show, DeLeo awaiting the answer, diethylamide. And then us. Right. I thought we could maybe play an awaiting the answer song. Okay. Sure. Does that sound okay? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you now, now, cause I want to get Corey's cause this kind of the idea here is that Corey may or may not have heard of some of these bands. And I want to get kind of his opinion of like, do you like them? What is it? You like kind of point out what you're, what you're hearing in there. Now, awaiting the answer, we had also previously played with twice before. At this point, I think. Right. Well, let's confirm that now. Let's see. We played with them at the Handsome Daughter. And then we played with them at the Goodwill Social Club. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So they became, we became fast friends with them, which I don't know if you remember at the time. But there was a little bit of there was a little bit of tension with them. Yeah, well, do you remember yeah. why? Some 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 members were kind of interchangeable from different bands. <laughs> Todd's a, the original bass player in Dome was the bass player in Awaiting the Answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he left to because I guess I, I, at the time this was before Todd was in the band. Uh, Alex and I kind of didn't have any intention of going out and playing anywhere. We just wanted to write some songs and record a CD. That's all we wanted to do. And right. Mike, the bass player, and uh, the drummer's name was Brett, they had a band called Hot Taco that they had on the side. Mostly covers, right? And they would just, they'd go play out all the time. They just liked going out and playing and having fun, getting wild. But we weren't going to do that. So at one point, they're like, well... And if we're not going to play live, then kind of what's the point? I think it's kind of how they felt. And then Mike, because Mike wanted, needed to be in 10 bands at, at a time, he uh, he joined Awaiting the Answer, and he was freaking amazing. Mason. No, no, not Mike Mason. Uh, oh, Mike, okay. Um, Smalley. Okay. Yeah, Mike Mason was the guy from In Whomed that was booking shows. course everything's taking long to load are you guys seeing my screen here yep yep okay hopefully the share function i put on here is good now we can listen to the whole song or not it's up to you yeah, but uh, the full thing will listen yeah just raise your hand if you don't want me to stop at any time but i think we should just listen and then talk about sure. it yeah i think now, I want to play a song that they had at the time. I'm, I want to keep these songs to 2017. Um, I think this one, Face the Day. Face the Day. How does this sound? There's expletives in here. You, okay. But it, it's Sunday. Are we allowed to have expletives on a Sunday? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, here we go. Yeah. 
So uh, well, let, let's go to Corey here first. So what what did you what do you think? Well, that'll wake you up in the morning. <laughs> Better than coffee. Better than coffee. Yeah. Uh, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it's just good classic metal. Loud, yep. angry, incoherent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, Todd, what's your to to or your what's your thoughts? Do you remember this um, song? I, I, like, were the were the late two thousand sixteens and seventeens? Was it like the the year of the bass double drum? Because <laughs> every band we saw, it was all double mm-hmm. bass drum. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, you know, a million miles an hour. Like that was kind of the the the, the beat to it. Yep, it sounded really good. Like I like. And you know, and that type of music isn't the type I would normally listen to, but it, it's a very good song. Yeah. So even the stuff we did, it wasn't really. I mean, I, I added my flavor to it to kind of color it to my background, but um, but the actual music itself is all kind of kind of the same type of genre, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what the what, what the proper genre name is, but. Metal? It's not gent. It's uh, what's the oh other yeah, it it does have genty elements. Do you know gent, Corey? No. Gent, 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 gent. When the guitars kind of like, do that. Is that like with? Oh, I, I figured it was with the you know like top hat and uh, you know monocle. Gentleman <laughs> loves. <laughs> A gentle, gentleman metal. <laughs> gentleman metal. The singer would be going. Well, this is the essence of no. That wouldn't be right. No, I don't know. Whatever. No, it was like a lot of that. Okay, you know. So kind of staccato playing. Yeah. So when Mike left our band and Hot Taco was doing their thing, Mike joined this band, and I really, I really liked playing with Mike. Like Mike was phenomenal, good personality. Him and I were always joking. He would always double my vocals. Uh, when we were practicing and stuff, because he was always screaming in the background, like just, you know, right. I love you <laughs> or whatever all the time. So I think, I think Alex was, Alex was upset when they left because it was like, oh shit, you know, we have, we have things going, we got to start over again. We started the whole audition process, him and I, and tried to find people, but then, you know, but then we get Todd. And it was like, everything was fine. You know, yeah, like was, that was my first attempt at helping with songwriting. It was actually a pretty cool experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, the four of us worked songs out. It was, it was a lot the different. Thing, yeah. The, the thing is if I, if I write something or I hum something or if I, if I play something on my own, it's usually a repetitive blues type of, you know, type of a progression. Whereas Alex came up with these things that just blew my mind. It was like, yeah, I would have thought it went in this direction, but he immediately made a left turn at Albuquerque. Mm. See, you know, I knew I should have made a left turn at Albuquerque. It was, it was awesome, and then I and then I put I had my flavor to it. Sean would add his lyrics, and Ole would add his 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 drums, and yeah, the, like the process was was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I've never had an experience like that before. Yeah, that was. Uh... Mm. See, you know, I knew I should have made a left turn at Albuquerque. 
That's for Todd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't even ready. I'm like, oh shit, I don't have my buttons ready. I'll have to insert that in one of my things. But the thing is, if I, if I hit one of my buttons, you, you're not hearing nothing, right? No, you hearing mine? No. Not right now. No. no. Oh, mine. Oh, uh, yeah, we totally heard that. Heard that. <laughs> is that your roadcaster? That's my roadcaster, yeah. Bastard. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I, I was going to say, Sean, if your pod track, it was doing that. How did you do it? Yeah. <laughs> because I know. I to get out of my, uh, out of the machine. Yeah. I don't Must know. For post. Maybe I should, should have just got the roadcaster, but I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So anyway, so when we played that first show with Awaiting the Answer, now I was, I think I was talking to Mike on the side because... I don't like, I don't know. None, none of this is personal. It's, it's, it is what it is. I was excited to, to, to see him play and, and stuff. And, you know, I just wished him well. So when we saw, when Mike and I saw each other the first time afterwards, we, he looked, he looked at me and I looked at him and I'm like, your eyes locked, our eyes locked. And then he, <laughs> and he kind of like get a tentative. Can I give you a hug? so we gave each other a big hug and oh i love you blah 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 like i don't know it was it was and then alex alex warmed up to it after and i mean we played three three shows with these guys right so yeah everybody's everybody's got the same goal it's a music goal right yeah everybody wants to play who you play with i don't don't think it really matters as long as everybody's friends with well yeah exactly yeah and i do like like what i do like what mike had brought to dome but i think i like what mike brought to awaiting the answer more and what you brought to dome right like dome oh, sounded good with the four of us and awaiting the answer sounded great with the five of them right like it was just well he's an actual bass player so he's probably got some some tricks up his sleeve that i was you know i was playing with a pick but i had to to be able to yeah know, to get the attack with, <laughs> to get yeah. yeah the attack and yeah. the amount of notes to put in you know couple seconds so <laughs> now so based on india week so this was the first ranking i don't know if if i don't know if they picked one band or they picked two bands every time i think they picked two so i know we oh no they did pick two and unfortunately waiting the answer did not make round two. Oh, man which, which i'm like i was a little bit surprised because i felt like i don't know they're really well put together like the production um mike is probably the best showman in winnipeg you know and um i don't know everybody in that band was good i really like the drums in this track though holy shit that was really good i don't know david sounded good on the vocals and we had them on our show remember we did um cory i don't know if you if you would listen to this episode but we did um we did a two-part episode with uh, um, with awaiting the, the answer. Studio. Yeah, it came into Todd's studio, at Todd's house. Yeah. What puts the heavy in metal? During the hair metal days of the craze, the pretty boys, the skinny boys, the boys that looked like girls dominated album sales. But for every pretty boy, there were real men rocking out and getting respect the old-fashioned way by bringing it. Was that good? That was awesome. That was perfect. That <laughs> yeah, was that perfect. was great. That so actually... what we're doing, we're proving 
well, what we're looking at is, remember the hair metal of the, oh, yeah. the 80s, 90s? Yeah. There was a lot of good looks and no talent that was going on. And Corey and I, we've long favored singers who can bring it from the gut. So, Well, if you're looking for a gut, look no further. <laughs> we got Dave over here. The tacos have not been kind to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're, we're kind of... Everything's all about how pretty you are. Like that's what the current music, you know, oh, phrase yeah. is. It's it's not about talent. We're getting away from talent. We're getting more into how people look. Image. Yeah, yeah it's all image. So this that's why is no one a- knows about us at all. We yeah. No image. We have no image no and image. no talent. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what the auto tune is for. That's yeah. auto tune. So. The, the 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 episode idea came from Corey actually too. Okay. Oh really? <laughs> yep. So the episode was, I so this this came from a talk that you and I had, Corey. Where we were talking about how in metal, specifically hair metal, like during the eighties and stuff, it was all about how pretty the singer was. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. All <laughs> skinny, pretty. You know, abs. You know, Brett Michaels and his fucking abs. You know, yeah. that's that's what you had to have. But there was a bunch of other singers that didn't look that way they look different maybe they were a little portly you know they get a couple of lbs around the middle or whatever but for some reason the way the 80s were is if you weren't like ripped and shredded you were kind of overlooked so Corey, you and i had talked about metal singers that we really and truly appreciated yeah so i built a format for this episode and we had to vote on who was the better singer, and we would pit a toned singer right. with a singer who didn't, you know, meet all the the criteria for what '80s metal had to be. So we had um, some of our favorite singers. We had the Grim Reaper singer competing yeah. against, I think, Vince Neil. I'd have to go back. We had the singer for Savatage. You know, so we basically. And in, in, in the end, the voting proved that the pretty singer was generally not the better singer. Yeah. So that's what they came on. Me. So that's what they came on to talk about. It's all about the fat boys, man. That's right. You know, we all we all are beautiful in our own individual ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, what I keep telling myself every morning. Yeah. We are <laughs> I all. Wake up, I look, look at myself in the mirror, and it's like you are beautiful. You are lovely. Oh God! <laughs> and damn it, people like me. <laughs> how many? How many different ones do you got in there? Uh, eight. Okay, don't 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 spoil them all now. Just save them for the appropriate moments. I, I want to hear them all eventually, though. <laughs> so the other the other band that we became friendly with, um, at that specific venue or that specific night. Well, we befriended everybody, didn't we, Todd? I think so. Yeah. We talked to DeLeo. Yeah. We talked to Waiting the Answer, obviously, and we talked to Dithylamide, which is uh, uh, Tony or Anthony. We're all, we're all happy to be there, yeah. Now, we're going to... So I just wanted to play one band from every night. Okay. Mud, he made it to round two. So right. now we're on round two. You guys see round two here? Mm-hmm. So we played with Exomerta, a diphylamide, Diverline, mm-hmm. Oxymoron Walking, 
I don't know if you remember them and us. So there was five bands playing that night. Oxymoron Walking wasn't even listed um, when they posted on online. They were just bumped into that night. These poor guys didn't get any promo at all. Wow. Do you, so I want to ask Todd first, do you remember Oxymoron Walking? You know I'm not going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> they had a fiddle. Fiddle. And Is they, that kind the one of, they had like 18 people in the band. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was them. Now I couldn't find anything. So I was like, well, I guess maybe we could play something from them, but they they have nothing. There's nothing available. There's nothing available anywhere. I I I was I spent I literally spent I think I spent like a whole week trying to find like to put this whole thing together and find What's bands that? and and I couldn't What's find anything with them. Someone will put a link in the comments or so. Yeah, here it is. Well, God, if they can, yeah, for sure. I don't mind giving them a spotlight. So we can't play them right? because I got nothing. Right. You don't have them on your uh, computer? No. Nope. So nothing. So I never got, I never got, um, I never got a, I never bought a CD off of them because they didn't have one. I remember that. I did, I did, I, I made a, like, I think Todd and I, we spoke to every single band, every single show yeah we always made a point to talk to everybody i bet you if anybody's got anything it's probably going to be sam you know what he might have heard of them you know curious um but of this so if we had to play one of these bands and we're not going to play dome because those guys are asshats. oh they suck they suck totally are you But I, I think, personally, I have a pick for what we could listen to for that night. Yeah, it would have yeah. to be. Yeah. Right? All right. Yeah, you got to play that. Yeah. So um, round two, Dome made it to round two, and uh, Exomerta made it to round two. We did record our, our show that night, though. That is one of the shows that we have up on YouTube. Was right. this performance? All right, so let's play some. Anthony, Anthony Vallad is his name. Um, now the music he was playing was stuff that ended up being on his "This Is a Secret" album, which got nominated for a shit ton of awards. It was rated nice. one of the best albums that came out of Winnipeg that year. Wow, nice. Um, so for a guy who didn't win Indie Week. This is a nice F you to the voters yeah. <laughs> that yeah. regardless of how they felt about him, he still, he went and did his own thing, recorded his own album, did everything by himself, uploaded it. It got played on the radio a lot, like not mainstream radio. Cause that's not real radio anyway. Yeah. But, um, he, he made charts, I think across Canada definitely in Winnipeg, he made charts like top 10 charts for sure. So his album, This Is a Secret, um, I mean, we, we told him we really liked what he was doing. It was so out there. It was so different. Mm -hmm. I don't know what song we want to play, but I, th I remember 
Todd like blood on the floor. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, there was one that I was like that. I like it. I think that yeah. was the one. Yeah, really like one, one of the more than the other ones. Yeah. Now I do own this album, but I never ripped it to uh, my computer. So otherwise, but if we give him a spin on here, I don't know if he gets money off spins or not. I don't know. But it was interesting. So he released it on disc, cassette, and floppy disc. That's awesome. Floppy? Yeah. Can you fit it on a floppy? He put it on that a floppy. That is awesome. Yep. So like, how many megs is a floppy? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I'm actually, I want to look up. So keep talking here. But <laughs> How many, what did you say? How many how inches many on a floppy? Well, it depends on whose interest you're talking about. <laughs> um, he actually. What the heck was oh. that? Oh, I wanted the. Uh, I wanted the. Oh. Yeah, but there's also the uh, scary music. Wow. He yeah. did. He 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 does music videos for everything. We could play a music video, but he doesn't have a music video for that song. Uh, yeah, he did. Wait, this one here? No, go up. Oh, yeah, this is like a lyric. Okay. Oh, whatever. We, we'll, we can play this one. This is the best one. But uh, I urge you all to go check him out. So it's, a, I we're, we always pronounce it wrong, Todd. I a still don't know how to pronounce it. What is it? A dithylamide? Okay. Is that right, right sure. or wrong? Sure. I have no idea. I just know I I would get him to say it to me over and over again. I would still get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this is methylamide, but I don't know. Right. Tell you. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. I'll just embarrass myself. So this embarrass is a, you. So I did want to point out, he's a one-man band. So he has his computers on, on, on a table on yeah, the, on the stage. He's got his keyboards. He's got his guitar. Right. And he would kind of swap out between instruments all the time. Right. And um, lots of screaming. Let's see if we're going to get one of those YouTube ads, even though I pay for this shit. You're 
There we go. Yeah. Uh-huh. So on the screen here. Yes. Are those the lyrics to the song? I think they might be. Okay. Actually, that I don't think that was the song that I was referring to. No? But this is another one, yeah. <laughs> the, there, there was another one. I can't remember the, the name of it. I'd have to listen to them. Yeah. It, so, okay, let's get uh, Corey's reaction here. Oh, I liked it. I mean, it's good classic, you know, late 2000s, uh, sorry, early 2000s, late 90s uh, industrial music. You know, it reminds me of Frontline Assembly. Mm. Nice. Yeah. You know, it's just good, straightforward techno industrial. Yeah. Yeah. Did I. And he's such a good dude, humble, kind of, he was, he was very shy and, you know, he spent a whole bunch of time in the bathroom putting some corpse paint on and stuff Okay. and blood and stuff. So when he came out, it's funny because I mean, like if you look at the lineup of the first night, so you got DeLeo out there singing about mashed potatoes. You know, it it was it was R and B kind of dance hall. I don't know. I don't know that that type of music very well. It was and, good. He he went on to 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 keep playing. Like it, this wasn't just like a one up thing. Oh God, no, no, no. He's he's got music videos and everything. Delay was, but I mean, he was he goes up on stage. He looks different than everyone else. I mean, a lot of people there are jeans and t shirts or, or or whatever. Like no one's really, no one's putting a show on. But he comes out with the corpse paint and everything, and he's screaming, and he's, you know, his face like is like Cooper melting. does industrial, you know. Yeah. 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 But he, he committed. I got to say, of uh, so far, of what we listened to, which is like two songs, but this is the guy that I would like to see live. Oh, he was great. Yeah. But he also does, he always has a multimedia presentation with every show as well. Yes. He wasn't yeah, doing the it. Visuals, you have to have the visuals with it to really appreciate. It's like watching... Uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah. you're watching the uh, Wall Part 2 or whatever it is with the video, it kind of goes together with it. And yep. and this is kind of like his music. You got to have the background. It's almost like a, a horror theme. Yes. Type, yeah. type of music, yeah. But uh, later, like the, sh- the like not at the shows we saw, Todd, but later he was, in, he was using uh, light, programmed light shows to go with the music. As well as video, video he would have videos up, and he w- he was making his own music videos using, um, public uh, what do they call it? Um, video that's 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 open to the public that anybody can snag, and he would create three D movies and stuff and play them while he was performing. Right, it was a whole thing with this guy. Like he's super freaking talented. Like not just a musician or songwriter, but he did he did everything. Very yes. Very, very, excuse me, very much. No, Diverline didn't have anything. So Nothing? I can't, no. Well, Nothing they close. have a couple of live performances, not recorded, you know, just record off someone's phone or whatever. So it's, I wouldn't want to portray them without like a good sound quality. Right. But I couldn't find anything for them, unfortunately, which is really, which is really upsetting because they were so good. And uh, Exo Murda, 
we didn't befriend them. I th- I tried to talk to them and I don't know if they were shy or whatever, but okay. So this was round two. So we make it to round three. Todd, you remember round three? We didn't record this one, but we play with Sifidius, Confucia, Kasadi, right. and the Disraeli Dreamers. Yeah, Disraeli Dreamers we played a few times with after this. I th- did we? I thought we did. I know I've heard you mention them quite a bit. We had, we had, um, we had um, uh, one of them on our show. And I actually reviewed a bunch of their shows. I've actually oh. been to a bunch of their shows. But I think this is the only time we played with them. Oh, maybe. Because I got a list of every show and they're not listed on any other shows that we did. Which which is weird because it feels like we played them with them a bunch of times. Okay. Well, maybe I just heard the name a few times. Maybe that's yeah. what it was. We, we've gone to see them though, be, like, be, like a few times here and there. Right. I think that much. Uh, but Ryan, Ryan from the band, who is the rhythm guitar player, I guess. Is he the music teacher? I'm gonna think of was a he a music band. teacher? I don't know. The one with the glasses, long hair, the music teacher. And he'd get up on the stage on that platform too, and he was whipping oh his hair God. around. Oh my God. You're talking about 500 pound furnace. Ah, there we go. Sorry. Hey, Doug Douglas. Right. <laughs> Great name. Are they on on your list? Well, they we didn't play with them during the Pyramid Cabaret, so I do have them listed earlier. We played two shows on the on the chronology. I mean, I have a song ready to play of theirs if you want. Uh, well, we'll we'll just keep going the way we're going. Yeah, because we could do another episode of us like all the other bands we played with at other shows. But I was wanted to stick to the Indie Week. Okay. All right. So, round three. Like, do you remember Sifidius at all? Um, no, <laughs> I'm on, I'm being honest. I, yeah, it was, it was R and B. I heard there's, he, he was, he was a rapper guy. Okay. He's one of those. So this is, this is one of the things that was really weird to go to these shows because, you know, us in awaiting the answer, I think there was a lot of similarities between the two of us. We go out, we'd plug in and we'd perform, but then oh, yeah. the genres were, were all over the place. There yeah. weren't, it wasn't one specific yeah. one, no. But like when DeLeo comes out, it's, it's all backing track, right? And him singing slash rapping over top of it. 
Right. It's kind of the same with a dithylamide, but he was playing, he was always playing at least an instrument all the time. Right. Whether it was the keyboard or, but Cyphidius was the same thing. It was just backing tracks. And at the time, the Pyramid was doing a lot of that. Like they, they would have a lot of R&B nights and that kind of stuff and just kind of doing that. Okay. So for me, it was like, okay, you are performing, but where's all the rest of the music? Like that's the only thing being, the only person performing is the singer. Right. Yeah. And that's not exciting for me. So, I mean, I'm sure he's very talented, but I just could not connect at all. I collected more with DeLeo because I don't know. But anyway, but do you, do you remember Confucius at all? Probably not. <laughs> so that was the guy. He was a bald guy. He was the other bald, bald singer. Okay. And he played kind of like, uh, not stoner, but kind of psychedelic-ish kind of music. Kasadi were the two-piece guitar and ukulele, I think. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. Wasn't that more of a... Um... Folk. Folk. Yeah, exactly. very folky. Yeah. Folk music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Disraeli dreamers, I think it'd be, it'd be criminal for us not to play something from them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. While we're on band camp, we'll do it from here. Now they released another album after all of this, but, <laughs> but I think we should play something from like when they were like the songs Back that they were playing live. 2017. Yeah. So which would be this one. This was just, this one just came out and their other album, it's not even on Bandcamp. So let's see, what song do we play? I'm going to go with this one. Should I go with So Long Ago or Beauty and Pain? Just based on the title alone. What do you think? I like Beauty and Pain. Yeah, right. Beauty and Pain sounds good. All right. This is from their uh, first EP. Yeah. Right on.
There's not a whole lot of double drum on there, though. (laughs) (laughs) Double bass, no, no double bass. Double bass drum. No blast beats. Holy shit, I forgot how good the bass player was in that band. (laughs) Yeah, pretty good. I wasn't wasn't listening to the bass, I was listening to the organ. Yeah. That, that, uh, there, so the, the singer of this band, Peter, he sang all the songs except for one song on this, on this EP. And it was the keyboard player that played the other song. It was one of his songs. I noticed the picture. Is that the uh, bridge where um, the Sal's used to be? Well, it's the Disraeli Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not the one with the Sal's. Well, it used to be Sal's. The very first one, I think. Is that the same bridge? No. No, Disraeli oh. Bridge is the one from uh, off of Henderson to downtown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Todd, the- yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Todd's thinking of the one from St. Boniface to downtown. Yeah. No, right. no, this well, is, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I can't remember. I think it's related to somebody wrote a song with Disraeli in it and they're like, Hey, Disraeli. And we have a Disraeli here and something like that. But, um, yeah, that, that keyboard player was, was wicked good. I don't know. He's incredibly talented. Yeah. Incredibly talented. Well, I mean, the whole band, you know, they kind of got that, uh, bluesy sound, but mm-hmm. you know, you throw in that, uh, throw in that keyboard. You know, start getting into like you know late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, you know, some of the old classic, uh, classic rock. His solo song sounded very much like a, um, not solo song, but the song that he sings sounded very much like a Ben Folds Five sort of song. Yeah. Ben Folds Five mixed with Bare Naked Ladies. It was a very brilliant song. Um, I wish it was on. Oh no, wait. Okay, well, whatever. I'm gonna play it. <laughs> Why not, right? Sure. Sure. I think it's this one. And I can't hear you 
Where I was listening to the bare naked ladies. I know, yep. right? <laughs> this was the song that turned me on to these guys. I'm like, what the hell? This is so good. <laughs> the very, very head boppy one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wasn't that good? <laughs> very good. Uh, got all of us dancing. So, yeah. Got to be something yep. to it. So, I'm just looking here. They actually have the show they played at the pyramid right here. July 14th. Nice. So this is the guitar. They, they didn't have a guitar player at the time, like a lead guitar player. Yeah, well, isn't that's the guy who played? Isn't that the same guy who plays the uh, the Gouda, like the one underneath? Wait, the this Echo one? Slide. He's got. I think that's the guitar. I remember seeing. Him See, he. Play. I think this is a guitar player from Atalan who played with us at our uh, CD release show. They're they're trying to find somebody, and they last minute got this guy. I thought they were playing with kimonos or something, weren't they? Uh, yeah, Adeline was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kimonos. Yeah, awesome, that's right. Awesome guitar player. I think I'm, um, he's on my, um, when you, when you register or whatever. Anyway, when yeah. his videos come up, it's like, this guy's amazing. He's just all over the fretboard. He's, oh, he's so he's, good. He's a real yeah. musician. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Wow, so they actually have video of that night. Oh, that's, I wish we had recorded that. I think we were really good on that. Uh, they played a lot of shows. They did a lot of festivals. They were actually organizing their own festivals. Oh, sweet. Yeah, they're that's... the ones that put together the... Um... Go big or go home. <laughs> um, what's that local band? Are they sponsored by Jim Bean? Look. No, they they performed at the Jim Bean competition. It was like an indie week. Oh, but it was Jim Bean sponsored, and Exo um, Murda won this one. So kind of interesting. All right, I I, I got to keep keep a watch in the timeline here. Okay, we should play. Uh, I'd at least play another song here. So okay. this this was round three. Interestingly enough, after this show, um. Dome started charting on Reverb Nation, which is pretty cool. Nice because we had recorded charts 2017. Yep, (laughs) September 17th, 2000, 2000, yeah, 17, 17. So then the the final ep, the final episode, the final show was it was uh, Exo Murta, Kasadi, the 1221. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember them. So you know there was. When they had the the battle, it was like was it three or four bands a night? So there were some bands that we had never seen 
that were moving up as yes. we were moving up. And yep. some of these ones that we'd never heard of came uh, yeah. and competed at the same time we did. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know any of these other bands. Yeah. Except for Exomurda was the only one that uh, they moved forward with us, I guess. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Should we play the winner? Sure. Maybe. Sure. So, so it was a tie between the 1221 and Kasadi. I never talked to 1221. Did you talk to 1221, Todd? Uh, no. They're pretty That's good. 20, if it was 2112, I may have, but <laughs> They were uh, two twin brothers and their other brother. There were three piece. Daryl? No. Okay. <laughs> they were. So who was 12 and who was 21? Uh, maybe that's when, I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder if we could actually find them. I think they're worth, they're worth listening to, um, especially in the context of this episode. Kasadi is a bit more folky. I like folk. But, uh, I, 1221 is going to be hard to find. Yeah, it's not going to be easy to find. Sorry, guys. Actually, when you did the search, it was 12 forward slash 21 that showed up. Yeah. Try that, maybe. Oh, no, same. And then freaking D12. Well, what's this have to do with D12? Like, I don't understand. Or if I do Winnipeg. Let's see. Maybe they don't have a... Oh, here, here we go. All right, they have a music video. How about we, how about we do this? Okay. Sure. Wow, pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's them. All right, let's go with this. Okay.
as I remember, they they were very well dressed too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, during the competition, yeah. they were um, suits on too. Yeah, yeah. The <clears throat> the ladies liked them quite a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of people there to come see them. They had a massive following, and they ended up opening for Ariel Pin- Pineda. Is that right? The singer for Journey. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And they play shows in in the Philippines quite often. Yeah, they go down there and they they do some shows out there. They're, they they did really well for themselves, but one more song. Can I play one more song? Sure, sure. So the year before in 2016, a Winnipeg band took the entire Indie Week thing. They won oh, the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> Those guys I love. <laughs> right away, you're like, okay, put put them on. Moon Ten. There we go. Moon Ten. I could have told you this one. Really. Damn. When you Actually, own a Mutan said CD. Oh, nice. Very, very rush-ish. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll play a music video. Yeah, Sean, you're the one that turned me on to this band. Nice. Oh, when I heard about them, who had won the year before, I went and listened to them. Like, oh, wow, this is like a Rush tribute band. Yep. Can't lose there. Oh no, I don't want him I don't want to see them doing a cover. Are they still around? I don't know. The website's still active. Sweet. I don't know why I keep forgetting and yeah, they all have um the eye makeup. They all have different like celestial Yeah, moonish. Like yeah. Really, yeah. Uh let's see. Here we go. New Age Renegade. Sure. They get a music video. Why not? Sure. sure. These are the winners of 2016. <laughs>
Now that rocked out. That's my type of music. (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh, that was like a combination of Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Yes. A bit of rush, a bit of little dab here and there, depending on, you know, what part of the song they're playing. Like, Oh, that sounds like that style. Oh, that sounds like that style. Yep. Yeah. But, but, but wow, just, yeah. Are we surprised? Are we surprised they won like Indie Week 2016? Like the whole shebang? No, no, <laughs> no. They, they're put together. They've got yeah. they've got everything. They got the look. They got the flared pants. You know. Yeah, yeah. And even the stuff they do, the covers for for Russian stuff, it, they're phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Phenomenal band. So that's so that's. I I don't know if Indie Week 2017. They're like, okay, are we gonna get like the next Moon Ten? You know, yeah, but the twelve twenty one blew up, probably bigger than Moon Ten potentially. Like, like they're playing all over the world, so good for them. Yeah, these are more like a seventies. You can tell with the bell bottoms. Oh like yeah, just the yeah. Style of music matched their attire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Those pants were well and truly flared. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we should leave it there. I got to get ready and go do my day. So I want to thank everybody for live streaming with us. Hope you all had a good time. I don't know. Hopefully it was entertaining. Um, It was experiment through Zoom. Yeah. 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 So hopefully uh, next time, maybe we'll try a different one, StreamYard. Maybe we'll try StreamYard next time and and see how that works and pick the one we want. Sounds good. That would be right. awesome. All right, Corey, thanks for jumping in and hanging out with us. Yeah. yeah it's nice to kind of get back into the uh, podcast world. Yep. Let's see new, some new episodes, dude. Yep. I'll get, I'm working on it. Okay, good. Awesome. All right. Talk All to right. you guys later. Talk to you guys later. Yep. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. And bye. Have a good day. Hey gang, Sean Geek here. And Fast Fret. And we have two storefronts. If you are a Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from t-shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds we're talking masks notebooks mugs pillows totes tapestries oh my oh my (laughs) everything's there (laughs) just go to those addresses also check the show notes and help support the show thank you goodbye bye